is Talk K Dramas with Bruce and Dallas. Hey! This is episode four. It's okay to not be okay, titled Zombie Kid. Mm-hmm. Bruce, tell us what you got. All right. So, um, first sentence uh, Guido's antics make Gante uh, reflect on his childhood, right? Number two is that uh, Guido's dad, uh, Mansu, uh, goes to the hospital to deal with his son's situation. And then three, uh, Gante uh, reads Moon's book, The Zombie Kid. Mm, okay. Those are my three sentences. Uh, let, it starts off replaying episode three, them in the city having fun. Yeah, yeah. You know, we might have m- mistaken his name last time. We thought it was Minsook. Yeah. But it, they're calling him Guido. So I don't know what we did wrong last episode yeah, I really don't feel like we did anything wrong. <laughs> I really feel like they kind of switched his name up on us. And you know what? Like I said, let's just keep rolling forward, though. But yeah, so uh, so Guido is what we're going to be referring to the hospital patient now. Guido. Yeah. So we see him. Oh, you know what? Speaking of mistakes, did I ever um, uh, fix the mistake I made in the first episode? When I uh, switch Judy's and Moon's name, there I, I, <laughs> I think uh, I, I yeah, don't know. I, don't I know. did. I messed them up in the beginning when I was introducing the characters. Okay. I switched Judy's and uh, Moon's. Yeah, look, we're on name. episode four now, so I think <laughs> it's I think a little late I now. I think we're all past it, and you know, just moving on and. You have to figure, that, you have to change that in the notes. You know, look, we we make just like look. This is for for us. This is a thing, right? It's like we're we're listening um, and reading names that are very unfamiliar to us. Yes. So uh, mistakes are bound to happen. But yeah, it's like but they have the movie or the you know the whole episodes to watch. So it's not like we. And then we, the other thing, let's clean house right now. Oh. Episode four before we go on. Oh, okay. <laughs> the other thing is we notice Netflix. The names that they, if, if you put the subtitles on, mm-hmm. well, obviously they are on, right? Most of the time, the sub, you're reading subtitles unless yeah, you're I, reading Korean. Um, they spell the names different than when, like, if you were to look them up on uh, online on certain websites. Yeah. The names are spelled different. They are. So for Moon, yeah. uh, Netflix spells it. Do, uh, do you have it written down? They spell it M U M U N M U N. Yeah. Um, other websites that I've gone to, which I always go to my drama list. Mm-hmm. I like to go there. They spell it uh, Moon. Yeah, M O O N. Yeah. Yeah. So if you happen to notice the different spellings, I don't know why. I haven't figured right. it out. Yeah. All the different spellings, but um, but if people want to keep track of names, what should they be using? (laughs) Thank you for the nice segue. (laughs) Because I into I created a free printable. I call it a drama sheet where you can. um, I use mine to document all the names. So Mm -hmm. when we're watching a show, I can look back. um, If there's especially if there's a lot of characters and they're talking about people, and I don't know, I don't know the names yet. Mm -hmm. So you can print that out on our. Website at talkkdramas.com. Indeed. Under the link drama sheets. I have a few there. I'm working on more. Mm-hmm. Um, if you use it, let me know. Send us an email or Twitter. No, we're not on Twitter. We're not on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. I haven't figured out Twitter. 
We are on Instagram. Yes. You can send us a message if you're using that. I'd like to know if you if those are helpful. Yep, to you. Absolutely. And I decorate mine. I put stickers and cute yes. little things. I visit Daiso weekly for the <laughs> stickers. <laughs> and anyways, let's move on. So this episode starts off replaying again. I mean, a good chunk of that first of, of yeah, the first part of it three. was actually a redo, and so that was interesting to me. Yeah. Just to help you uh, remember what happened, Guido uh, has the stage, and mm-hmm. he basically throws his father under the bus. Oh yeah, big uh, time! Accuses him of child abuse, mm-hmm. um, and the one of the things there is we see Gang Tay when he. I, kind of like talking under his breath to moon that maybe I should have fun with you because he's seeing he's at, I I feel that. And we know that just from watching the show that this is therapeutic. Yes. For Guido Mm -hmm. to go up there and just let out all his frustrations that he's holding in about his father. You know, and, and if we had, and we had only suspected it before, right? That it's like, yo, he's, I mean, he, this is probably good for him. And then we actually have it confirmed later on, flash forward, yes, right? It's like we actually have it confirmed later on by the doctor that is like, yo, this actually worked out really well for your son. Like he's yes, in better. a way better this. space now. Yeah. So anyway, it, it was necessary. Yeah. But, yeah. So, and and I guess in life, right? Definitely. <laughs> Cuz we talked about the last episode like I don't like to talk about necessarily talk about my problems. Right. You know, I was raised you don't talk about stuff. You just you hold it in. Yeah. You don't talk about it. And, and then while, you're opposite. And then you married a spoken word poet who puts all their emotions into a poem that you yeah. probably and we've talked about this before like literally like you, I don't know if the word is cringe but for real like you're just like wow you're sharing that why would you share that right and yeah. that's what I do it's it's weird because you all go to like poetry slams and I I've gone to a couple mm-hmm. but I don't prefer to go because it's a lot of people talking about their pain right I, to me, that's it's personal. Like even watching this show, mm-hmm. there are some times where um, I'm having a hard time yeah. watching it because it's painful. Absolutely. You know? And I know, th- you know, this we're you know Bruce and I are a little older. We're almost fifty, but this generation coming up, they want to talk about <laughs> <laughs> yeah. their their pa- or or maybe it's a temperament thing. Maybe I I don't know. Maybe it's a uh, no, this is, is, defi- is definitely a cultural shift. Definitely a cultural shift that we're having to talk more about those things that we bury, our emotions and things like that, our experiences that we that our generation was taught to bury, yeah. or to taught to kind of like we're taught to bury because our parents were definitely taught to bury their emotions and things like that, and so. But this generation is definitely experiencing. A cultural shift. I mean, literally a cultural shift, right? Because um, if we think about um, the music that's being produced right now, like, mm. you know, just, just a year ago, one of the hit songs that was going on was talking about suicide. Yeah. And that was a big time you know, in our generation. It's like, you don't talk, like, you don't talk about things like that and, and put other things like that into public space, right? It's like, those, those are things. I noticed the private. kids loved it. I'm torn 
ab- about um, talking about your emotions. Yeah. You know, I know that there's a place and a time for healing, mm-hmm. but there's also a part of me that feels sometimes, I, what's the word when, if if you talk, there's certain things maybe you shouldn't talk about because then you glorify something or you mm. talk to somebody about a certain thing and it almost makes it okay. okay. There's some things that aren't okay, you yeah. know, that I think you shouldn't talk about with other people. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Well, it's a hard, this is, it's hard, but this is so culturally, this is the pendulum swinging, right? It's like, we, we know yes. that as, as a society, it's like, it swings one way and then it goes, it's like, we, we, we bury everything. We, we deal with our problems. And what we find out is that there's a lot of cultural events that happen. Like, so for our, my parents, right. Uh, my father, he survived three tours in Vietnam. He don't want to talk about what happened in the Vietnam War. So this was part of the you bury it, you bury it, you bury it. But there is a very real reason why they were saying you need to bury this. Right. Don't talk about this. This is traumatizing. Right. But now we're not in war. Now we're not in these spaces. And now we have um, we don't have a. Uh, you know, a series of wars that were so negative, like the, where the enemy was, quote, you know, fill the air quotes on this, was so clear that it made it to whatever degree, uh, you know, made way more manageable emotionally. But, you know, we have the, the Gulf Wars, um, and I don't care what people's opinions are about those wars, it's just that, um, let's just say the enemies were not as clear. And so are now are, you know, it's like we're, and we're becoming way more aware that our soldiers are coming back with, uh, post-traumatic stress d- disorder and all of this stuff and it's like we need to talk and i really think that a lot of that created this like desire to talk because uh veterans they have like a, a suicide rate that's just off the charts and so we need to talk right and and all that energy and, and, and look i'm in a community college space and so we deal with a lot more veterans just on uh and and we're in oceanside and so we we deal with a lot. We're right next to the biggest, uh, you know, Marine Corps base, uh, you know, in the world. <laughs> and so, you know, we, we get a lot more of that. And so anyway, but all of that is just saying to, to talk about this, this need to talk. Right. Talking about suicide rates, talking about songs and music that talk about openly self-harm and, and all of this. Our, our generation, this generation is definitely... Uh, like I said, has swung over to where they're willing to talk about stuff that we have been told not to talk maybe about. Maybe for me, it's a maybe it's a temperament thing. Like maybe for me, I don't necessarily need to talk about some of my issues. Mm-hmm. Like I'm okay, but wouldn't it? Wouldn't everybody with problems say that? Maybe <laughs> talk about. But when you you know when you talk about um, like our soldiers that went have gone to war, I see the need for them to talk about. Right. I have a friend whose um, husband he uh, has come home and he has a lot of um, unresolved you know issues, post traumatic syndrome. Yeah. And it is reflected on how he treats the family. Exactly. I mean, yeah. there was some suicidal tendencies, you know, that she has talked about that, you know, with him. So I see the need for him to break through this, like to right. heal. Yes. Probably maybe with a professional. 
Oh, absolutely. Right? Because yeah. he is suicidal. He was a soldier. Mm-hmm. Um, he, what I want to say is, um, you know, we read this book. I don't th- I don't know if you read it, but, oh, what is it called? It's about being able to change, create new uh, brain waves. Is it called brain waves or brain connections, brain highways? Brain synapses. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That, that they, you, they, they know that you can build new ones in your brain. You mm-hmm. have to train it. So if you have um, created very bad memories, mm-hmm. you know, brain connections because you were off to war or abuse or whatever, right. you can change those. Yeah. Of course, it's a lot of work. Yes. Which is why I suggest, you know, a professional. But in those cases, I see where you need to talk about right those right. issues. But you know, I said our oldest son likes to talk about stuff like this. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. And I had to remind him that be careful not to push people, because opening wounds. Right. is painful right. for people right. not only i mean i mean if the if the wound is so painful they may do things to not open them exactly so you could even maybe um cause more harm well especially with him he's not a professional or yeah. either right and it's like in yeah and our oldest son he's you know, inclined to push people and stuff yes. like that. And so Thinking it's like, that it's good. like yeah, oh, yeah. let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. It's a good thing. Yeah. But and, no, and it's okay. Why, why don't we just talk about it? And then yes. he gets so frustrated because people don't want to talk about the, their pain. And it's like, uh, bruh, chill. <laughs> like, you know, it's like me even being a spoken word poet. Like, look, I'm, I'm pretty much an open book. I don't talk about anything with, with him. Um, because he's old enough. He's like, I, what did he turn? 29? He turned 29 yesterday. Yeah, you, 29 which yesterday. you didn't go to his birthday. Hey, 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 hey. why are we going me under the bus right now? I was working. <laughs> I was okay. working and it saying. wasn't a formal party or anything, okay, but, but anyway. And so, you know, this, this push on talking about emotions, that's definitely where we're at here in this, uh, in this series, right? It's like this series is definitely yes. pushing us Let's get to talk to about story. things that, uh, well, that Genke's we normally not, wouldn't talk about. We see it in this episode. Yes. And we'll get there. Gangtae's not ready. He's slowly, because he tells her, um, maybe I should just have fun with you. And then when she calls him on that, he's like, uh, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. <laughs> and that's when she calls him a mythomania, which means somebody who has a tendency to lie or yeah. exaggerate. Right. You know. And um, he says it. I was just talking to myself. He's yeah. reflecting. He's thinking. She's definitely making him consider right. his feelings because for so long he had to take care of Sainte, yeah, his brother. Yeah. Well, you know what? For for him, he what what he's right now. He's at this kind of you know the beginning of this kind of tipping point that we know we're going to get to with him. That he has an un, that he is holding things back in an unhealthy way. And he needs to release it. That's what the whole, you know, all of this stuff is is designed for us to to really think about, right? And but to tell you the truth, he's not the big punchline because right now he's, you know, to whatever degree, a well functioning, you know, person. The reason why he has to bounce around from job to job to job is is, from my understanding, uh, right now is because Sangte is is freaked out about butterflies, yes. which is another so flash spring, forward in this space, uh-huh. right? So when the spring comes, yeah, the butterflies come, so they move, yeah. But it's interesting because we saw in, in was it episode two where uh, Moon 
you know, got him to think about, am I really only just leaving for Sangte? Right. Is is there anything in in me that wants to leave also? So he's, he's starting to think about his own pain. Yeah. He's the dude that, that has a problem, but doesn't think he has a problem. And he's starting to reflect on that right now. It's like, do I really have a problem? That's where we're at right now. Which is really, I don't know if you felt this. But you are, you know, like children, you, they grow up the way they grow up and they don't know it's an issue. Right. And as you start getting older, you start reflecting back and yep. thinking, oh, like that wasn't okay. Oh, I'm not okay with how that, ha- you know, what was happening. Yes. As you get older, mm-hmm. getting older kind of sucks in that regard. <laughs> it's like you start thinking and reflecting about life. Yeah, and absolutely. Then if you have kids, you know, it's. You have, yeah, you have to reflect, right? And when your kids are young, you don't really have time to really reflect. You're, you're an autopilot. You're, you're parenting in a way that you've been, uh, you know, you've been socialized to parent in a certain way and you just kind of, you know, move through those spaces. But, you know, now that our kids are older, we're reflecting and our kids are now communicating to us like, yo, I wish you would have did something about that. And it's like, it's, 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 it's hard for us too, but it's like, look, we did the best we could with what we had. And, you know, hopefully you'll do better with your kids. But, you know, please, you know, understand that we're loving ourselves through this process. We got to and we did the best we could. Yeah. Right. It's like what we knew, we did the best we could. So, well, I feel I have a friend. My friend Connie tells her kids, listen, I'm going to mess you up. That's just life. I'm going to do things to mess you up. Like she just tells them right out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't come back. Don't come back and try to, you know. Don't tell me that I did something wrong. I'm telling you right now, I already know that. <laughs> but um, I feel for Gang Tay, you know, he's kind of, he's the caretaker for Sang yes. Tay. Yeah. And um, he's a parent. Yeah. And we see that get pushed big time here, right? Because, oh, um, yes. because uh, you know, Guido, he's he's doing all of his antics. And then Gang Tay starts reflecting on his childhood and seeing how his mother favors, right? In his eyes, I, I think the word is that his mother favors Songte over over him. Yeah, we right? saw we saw that maybe a couple times in this episode. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, yeah, it's. Um, well, you see that a lot in siblings. You hear that all the time. Yeah. You know, or if somebody that needs um, extra help, where. Okay, so when I, there was a a young girl in in Alana's class, and um, her brother was four, diagnosed with cancer, Mm -hmm. testicular cancer, how do you say that? Testicular cancer, okay. And so he needed a lot of attention. He was only four, and and she's, um, at the time, probably about nine, Mm -hmm. ten, right? And so... Um, I had a couple times that I hung out with her because on field trips, right. she sat with me like on the bus, a long ride, bus, three hour bus ride. We mm-hmm. went to a play together and she sat with me and she, you know, confided that her, that her parents are not talking to her right? because her brother and I, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that she was telling me this, right? that, um, she was sad. And so, you know, the little kids notice those little things, they, and it's it's very painful for them. Right. And this, so this is the same situation with uh, Gangte. 
where he has these flashbacks of his mother, um, you know, like protecting him more in the rain. You saw that with the umbrella and then sleeping, covering Sainte and leaving Gangte without, you know, having anything to cover himself with. Right, right. Um, You do see one scene, a loving scene, where she hugs him. Mm -hmm. But again, she's like, you need to take care of your brother. Exactly. Right. All the love, all the attention, everything needs to be on taking care of your brother. You know, when we were watching that, I couldn't help to think about our kids because our 17-year-old is diagnosed autistic. He's very high-functioning. No, 19-year-old. 19-year-old. What did I say? You said 17. Our 19-year-old is diagnosed um, autistic, and he's very high-functioning. Yeah. And... um, you know, we don't have to, he takes the bus to school. He go, you know, he can do whatever he wants. Right. Um, and then our 17 year old, we have told him, maybe I have, or no, we told him when he was younger, like your, you know, your brother wasn't speaking, you know, but right. you know, he didn't talk till he had, he was had a speech delay mm-hmm. and we weren't thinking about having any more kids. We wanted them for sure, right. but we weren't really thinking about it because we were trying to figure out what was wrong with, you know, with our son. Was he going to yes. speak? Right. And, and then I got, I get pregnant. They're only 22 months apart. Right. And so we had told our son, um, you know, you were meant to be born when you were born because you helped your brother. Yeah. You helped. Big you, time. You came along and you had, your speech was so great. You were talking early. You did everything early. Yeah. Everything. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, raising them two together, it's like our 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 older son, our 17-year-old Riley, needed Carter. Right. Like he needed him. Mm-hmm. And because they were always together. Yep. So Carter was always talking to him. If we'd go to the park, Carter was doing things. And, right. and Riley was just always, he was always like a late bloomer. Right. So it was great to have somebody that was two years younger mm-hmm. that he was able to follow. Right. And so I'm, and I think at times that may have bothered Carter. Oh, for sure. Just like. Yeah. He's verbalized that to us on on yeah. numerous occasions now. Yeah. So watching the mom tell that to Gang Tay. Made me feel really bad. Oh, yeah. But I don't think we've, I think we treat them. I think he knows that we love him. And yeah. I like, mean, not that he, he says it as a joke sometimes. Like, I wasn't. Yeah. Uh, when, and, but, I've, <laughs> uh, but I've always said this, and I will stand by this to my dying day. There's no such thing as a 100% joke. That every joke has yeah. at least 50% truth in it. And so he's telling us. He is verbalizing it to us. And yet, at the same time, he's really expressing, like, yo, this is a big deal. Like, why I got to watch him so much? Why I got to pay attention to him? Why I got to interact? Why I got to, yeah. And so, and it is what it is, right? It's like, I mean, and, yeah. Um, but hopefully later on, you know, in life, uh, you know, because, I mean, I, I, we don't plan on going anywhere because one of the things with uh, Gangte is that he doesn't have, a, like, his father died early. Right, that's that's what the scene was. And then we see the scene with the mother when she's she's talking, she's drinking, talking to having her picture of the husband and saying, "I'm gonna live to see Sainte get old. I'm gonna take care of him. I can't die." Yeah, and then the day the the day after he dies, I'm gonna die. Right, and it's like, and so his mother is really dedicating her life to protecting uh, Sainte. And you know, and that's even the reason why she spanks Gangte, right? It's like that she spanks him. 
but uh, uh, you know yeah, because that that's that whole him. reflective process that he was going through because of Guido's right antics and everything because Guido uh when he was talking about how uh his his mother right when because none of the family none of Guido's family members wanted to go with him to the hospital in order to like deal with that situation oh, yeah. and everything and mother hit him but she, then his mother comes over and says oh. why did you mess up everything right and then yes. slaps him yeah and then that's when Guido it's like and this is so it's I, I'm gonna say this is so bad like right now you know it's like you would you know it's, they're, they're setting up the whole dysfunctional idea of, of what love is and everything and so it's like but the way that they said it was so sincere that I was just like you know what I got to give this a pass because it's it's so sincere that I think people believe this and that uh, when Guido was like, you know, I, I didn't realize until after my mom slapped me that she loved me. Yeah. I, and, and, what are you and, thinking about that? I had a hard time really figuring. Well, what he said was, it's like, because she after she slapped me, I didn't feel bad that she slapped me. Yeah. That That was the part where he was like, okay, she must love me then. And so. Is it because uh, the attention? He finally got it? You know what? Maybe that maybe that's part of it. People say that all the time that people that act up, they're going to they just they're seeking attention. Right. right. No, absolutely. And so, you know, it's like if you're seeking attention, if you if what you need is attention, good attention or bad attention is, is attention. just as good as good intent, uh, attention, right? So, maybe that is part of it, right? Or maybe that's that what I was thinking. the mother cared enough to uh, you know, you know, to see the to, to, to hit the child or something like that. And, you know, I mean, there, there might be something to be said about that, but that was... She must uh, have definitely not paid any attention to him for a slap to get him to think that. But, yeah. he, but he says that she was too busy caring for my siblings yeah, to pay any attention to me. Yeah, and, you know, and, and Guido's, you know, story of, like, he was so dumb and all of this stuff, it's just, that was, you know, that was heart that was heartbreaking, right, that that, that was happening. Yeah. Because now you have, um, so now we have juxtaposed, right, the difference between two mothers, right? It's like mm-hmm. we have mm-hmm. the mother who is literally sacrificing her whole entire life and, and Gang Tae's life in order to take care of Sante, yeah. while then we have Guido, whose entire family could really care less about from what we're, you know, from what we've seen. And so that's, you know, again, those are the things that we're, we're being forced, uh, if you would, to to think about uh, because of, of this, you know, this series. Yeah. You know, and I'm also, you know, would you remember the part when the mom tells Gang Tae that he was born to take care of Sang Tae? Yeah. Yeah. And he's kind of crying. I know it's like and and you know it's again it's the setup right that yeah. you know he like she is sacrificing everything including Gangte right in order to take care of Sante and yeah it's it's you know that his whole life is around that even his life is centered around taking care of Sante and so yeah that, that's deep I think for some uh people depending on their temperament this could be heartbreaking for them for parents to say that and then all the and then you could have a child who that you know maybe they're that doesn't even bother them no no absolutely, absolutely. I, I think it's maybe the parents intention you know if you really know your parents love you and and um, they do show that they love you 
saying, you know, you need to take care of your siblings because there's lots of, there are lots of siblings that look out for each other and care for each other. Mm-hmm. And, um, and they're and, and they enjoy that. And then there's others that look at it as, why do I always got to take care of you? Right. You know, I think Absolutely. it's a little bit of the temperament and a little bit of the parents' right. intention. Mm-hmm. No, um, for real. No, absolutely. And uh, look, it's like you keep on saying temperaments, and I—I I don't know I, what I, else to call it. Is well, that I, not what right? I keep on thinking of is like love languages. Oh, okay, um, that's and, a good way to uh, say that, it. With love yeah. languages, and um, you know, and the kid wants their love—the the love the way that they need it, and the parents can't give it, and what for whatever reason, and they see, you know, in this particular case, you know, Gangte sees his mother. Um, you know, giving all this affection towards Sante, and, and he wants that. So right? he must and be his love language. Must be what like touch, touch, yeah, touch, verbal. It's a, you know, a touch and probably verbal, and he doesn't get any of that. And You're so, right because remember how he snuggles up to his mom, yes, to touch her. So he yep. probably is. He's touch deficient. Or, I mean, like, literally, I mean, and I don't mean that Which in any diagnosis. Which is why he not like to be touched. It might be. Well, I don't, there, think, I don't think he has anything about being touched. Well, I, I kind of, well, I, mean, may, I just see it a little bit. Maybe when Moon tries to get close to him and yeah. she well, touches his hair. Right. Well, he, he yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Well, no, he didn't pull back when she, when she touched his hair. He didn't like it. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyways, so... Okay, again, Gangte just leaves Judy. That is so garbage. Like straight up, uh, like Judy is definitely the dumping ground. She needs to be with Jason because Jason likes her, and he just seems like a very nice guy. He might or, be wealthy. Or the publisher. The publisher. Oh, or the CEO yeah, dude or yeah, whatever. Okay, okay. I don't know where we're we'll gonna call him, but yeah. Anyway, I mean, it's a it's a small he part. Seems like so. a nice guy, but okay, so. Gang Tate, Judy's like, hey, let's ride back together to the hospital. And he's like, uh, no, I need to go ahead. I'm going to, I need to ride home with Moon. Yeah. But I think he's, I don't even know why he needs to be concerned with her. What's wrong? Nothing happened to her. She's in a good mood. I think he, you know, he's, he's feeling that she needs somebody right now. Why? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think it's just his, his care, his caretaker spidey senses are going off he's, and yeah. he's doing that. And then, you know, cause he says, I don't think she should drive alone. Right. And I was like, wait, okay. I hear that, but what's wrong with her? Nothing's wrong with her. Yeah. Like I said, I think his yeah. caretaker spidey senses are going off. So, and then we see that later on, like that, that something is going on with her and, um, and you know what? And, and she even, or you know what? No, I can't. I, I don't okay. So they're on the ride home together and, and all the, is it the cherry blossoms are falling mm-hmm. and get in the car and she doesn't like it. And um, she says, I like magnolias, you know, because it's one big, do you know what a magnolia is? I do know what a magnolia is. Do you know we got married under a magnolia tree? I do not know. That's I terrible. Not. Okay. And I know I've said it multiple times. We got married under a huge magnolia tree. Okay. Amazing. I yeah. So I was way more focused on how beautiful you looked on that day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Versus seeing some magnolia tree. I just same. thought it was cool. Magnolias are really cool. Okay. If you haven't seen a mag, I mean, they're beautiful. It's like a giant white flower in a tree. 
is just, yeah. I want one. Okay. <laughs> I want to have like a little dwarf magnolia tree. All right. But you know what? Our neighbors have one across the street, so I can enjoy theirs. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, but he says, you know, he doesn't like it when it's spring. He doesn't like flowers because I think she asked him. Yeah. And he says he doesn't like flowers because he doesn't like spring. When right. spring comes... That's when I need to leave. Exactly. And so she just kind of, she doesn't say anything. Yeah. She's, look, she's which reading is, them. Which I thought was really cool because she's always acting up. She's always yeah. being extra, as we say, the young kids say now, <laughs> in 2020. Uh, um, I don't know if it's Oh, it's already over? I think it's uh, yeah. It's already, you know, if, we're, if we're talking about it, this it must be over. over. Yeah. So... I felt that um, she's picking up on something here. Oh, for sure. Right? Because she didn't say nothing. She just Well, she's saying, she she's reading him, and she's being really flip about it, right? I mean, she's just really just kind of like uh, like poking the bear, right? She's literally poking she, oh, the bear. Oh, in the beginning, now, for but, sure. Yeah. And so, but she sees it as just she didn't realize. She's like, I think she's realizing how deep the wounds go. Yes, when she's having these reflective moments like this. Yes, she, she's realizing. How and we deep definitely it is. know that's what's going to happen because that's the whole premise of this drama. Exactly. Two people with deep emotional issues, right, are healing. So, the publisher is going to make an appearance in this episode. Yeah. Because... I like that dude. I don't know why I like him so much. I just, <laughs> the injunction was approved with her book because they want to get it... Yeah, Zombie Kid has been stopped. Yeah. The production has been stopped and everything. The illustrations are too grotesque and then all the issues that she had at the book signing. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's obviously, you know, he thinks this is an emergency. Right. Because she needs to start working on her new book. Because right. this one's not, apparently it's not going to be published. Mm-hmm. And so he's going to go find her and bring her back so she can get back to work. Right. And she, you know, she obviously is not worried about that. She is way more preoccupied with her red shoes. For yes. Sure. Yeah. And during that exchange with uh, the CEO, uh, I, I, I keep calling them all these different names, but it was like the, the CEO of the publisher. Mr. Lee. Um, now Mr. Lee, there you go. Mr. Mr. Lee. Lee. Like, why don't we call him by his name? That's amazing. Um, you know, he, he makes a phone call to, to Gang Tay and he basically, he's like, you know, basically he's, mm, he's, he's saying that Moon is obsessed with you and she always gets what she wants. And I'm warning oh, you. Yes. Right? yes. It's like, you, you need to really watch out with her. He, right? that's, I guess he tells her, I'm going to go pick her up. Yeah. yeah. Because he's like, did she say this to you? Did she say, you know, that she's going to, she's going to eat you alive. Yeah. So like, obviously I mean, big warning signs. This to, is to, her. To, yeah. This is her thing. Yeah. She just wants what she wants and then she gets rid of it. Mm-hmm. She's spoiled, like basically like a spoiled little brat. That's what, that's what we're led to believe. For yeah. sure. Which, you know, I get it. Moon tells Gang Tay that he's like a kid who mm-hmm. wants to be loved. That's oh, yeah. what she tells him. That, that cut deep. I think that, it that, did. That cut, him, that cut him to the quick right there. Yeah. And I like the image where she's sitting at the table and they have a young Gang Tay sitting oh, yeah. across. That was so dope. Did you oh, like that? Goodness. I like that. I, I did too. That. You yeah. know, I never told you this. I just started realizing it. You know, the last few years that when I look at people, like I like people, I like all people, even mean people. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily have issues with mean people. I actually like them. But like when I look at people, I really do see them as a child. Mm-hmm. 
because I keep thinking, you know, they had a mom who loved them. Right. You know, they have a husband or or if they're a husband, you know, a man. Right. Like they have a wife that loves them. Like I see people and they were all children at one time. Mm-hmm. You know, they were all kids just running around wanting to have fun. Right. You know, and life messed them up. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. So when you see, you know, like I look at you sometimes and I look at you as a little kid, like our kids age, mm-hmm. you know, and it makes me want to cry because I think about, you know, the pain that you went through with your father. Mm-hmm. And I think then I see I always related to my kids. Mm. Then I always relate it and think of, you know, one of our kids. Right. And it it's so painful, you know? Right. And I remember this saying that said something like, you know, in your 40s, your face shows what life has given you. Mm. Something like that. Okay. And that has always hit me because when I see people now, I look at them. And depending on how they look, I... I get sad or you can tell when people have gone through, you know, right. Gone through a lot. Yeah. And and I, and I just keep, all I think about is at one time they were all kids, Mm. you know? Right. And I think about that with my brother because my brother has had a lot of problems. And I remember him being, you know, young on a skateboard. I've been having a lot of, Memories of my, you know, just thoughts of my brother. But he's a heroin addict. Right. You know, but I don't, I just keep thinking of him when he was young and just wanted to have fun. Right. And I'm like, at what point did life become too hard? Right. Yeah. You know, and at any time, any one of our kids or... It, it just happens. Your life becomes too hard and you can't. What's the breaking point? Right. And as we talked earlier, when you're young, sometimes you don't know better. And as you get older, you're like, oh, my God, that's messed up. Like you can't handle right. those memories. Exactly. And so when, you know, you see people who are addicted to drugs and I can't help to think, what are they hiding from? Oh, Absolutely. Now, this generation is, you know, like the, the self-medicating generation. But not, not that self-medicating is a new thing. It's just that yeah. now we have a word for alcoholism and drug abuse and, a, a, you know, an alternative word versus to, to demonize the addiction is to say people are self-medicating and so what are they exactly what you said, right? What are they hiding from? What are they what are they trying to escape from? What are they trying to deal with? Right. And so Yeah, this has been painful. This drama, I was so excited to watch, but it's bringing up a lot of painful issues. Right. For me. Because like I said, I'm a person that likes to keep things that we don't talk about them. Right. You know, my family, we didn't we don't talk about stuff. You just let it go because that's what you do. Right. And so, and I was just, you know what? I was just telling Carter, I was talking to him about my aunt and I grew up and my family, I grew up with alcoholics. My right. grandmother 
and my aunt, they were alcoholics. And it was nothing. It was almost cute to me because I would go get them their beers and play right. waitress, you know. Mm-hmm. And later, because I spent a lot of time with my aunt, she's now passed, but she was older. And um, she drank a lot. They drank a lot. All, all the time I grew up with them drinking. Right. And um, as she got older, she stopped drinking because she had diabetes. But I spent a lot of time with her, you know, taking her grocery shopping and mm-hmm. things. And we would just sit in the car. Right. We would always go out to lunch and we would sit in the car and eat. And sometimes she would have memories and she would talk about her son who died. And I find out later, you know, he was killed by her husband, like shot. Wow. And yeah. the, the, because he got in the way. You know, her husband was trying to kill her. Wow. And accidentally, he was like eight. And so there was times we would sit in the car and she would remember him. And she would kind of get really sad, you know. Right. And I didn't get it. I didn't really get it at the time until now. Until now, when I think about it, I think, oh, my God. Yeah. How do you go on living life like that? Like I would have just, I, I couldn't, I couldn't, you know. Couldn't so, even imagine. Yeah. No, but now I think, oh my God, well, that's why they were drinking all the time. Yes. That's yeah. why they were in a constant state of, you know, being high. Right. Because the pains are, are so hot, you know. Exactly. Anyways, anyways, that's why I have some issues sometimes being around drunk people. <laughs> Right. Being about, you know, and I've never seen you drunk. And I know I get on you sometimes, like, if you drink. <laughs> and you drink, and I see you drinking, like, a little extra. I'm like, what, what are you doing? Like, you can't, like, I'm afraid. Yeah. You know? Anyways, my second glass of wine always triggers you. Yes, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. I which don't, I don't even all, do, which I don't even do a whole bunch, but. I don't know where all this crying is coming from. (laughs) You know what? I think I've cried now in my whole life. I hear you. Look, I mean, that uh, along with, you know, we're living this quarantine. I know. I'm falling apart. I'm falling apart. And yet at the same time, it's like as you fall apart, you, you know, what I know as uh, a person that shares their emotions enough and invents my emotions, that this is healing. Right, and and this for whatever reason you chose this to be the space that you shared, you know, and you know you look, you've actually been brought through the ringer on on like this one, and then the last one with yeah. um, dear my friends. Uh, what, no, no, no. Well, dear my friends is wrecking you, but I, I'm not watching that with you. But uh, was it love and single oh, mothers, yeah. and when the camellia blooms with single mothers? I was like so. Yeah, you are definitely doing this. I, I don't, I'm not saying it in a bad way, but it's like this is this is you are doing this to yourself. But I think you want shows. you want this. It, you watching. need this. I would say in a lot of different ways. You you we, need this. We keep watching these shows where there's issues. Our next show has to be something a little more uh, superficial. Okay, we'll watch the zombie one. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm having a hard time with this. This is really just like I said. I don't know. Ten years ago, if I would have, I would. This would have been nothing. But I guess you know, a certain age. Like I said, you get to a certain age, and things you really at at every everything hits you different. Everything hits you different at different stages in your life. You're ready to 
maybe deal with certain things. Right. Or, you know, when you're young and raising kids, you're just too busy. You're half asleep, you know, all the time. You're, you're, you know, then your kids get older and you're like, wait a minute, did I do everything I was supposed to do? Right. I mean, we know people that are dying at her age. Yeah. You know? Unfortunately. Yeah. So, anyways, this, you know what? These characters, they're young. For them to get through these problems at such a young age. Right. Um, is a good thing. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. To heal. You know, and, and coming back to the, the storyline, right? It's cause cause my uh well, I call her my but um Moon is is definitely uh like the storyline around her father. I I don't think it advanced. it definitely didn't advance, but we get a, wow. a reminder, right? Do, that, do we just want to talk about it? Because well, she, you know what? Right now, they're trying to figure out if they should fire her. Yeah. I mean, because of the incident, they think maybe she kidnapped um, Guido. Guido, and, you know, the fought, and, and we see. Um, we see Guido's father come in. Right, the politician come and in. And he wants yeah. Moon and Gangte's head on a platter. For sure. You know, because ruined his reputation. And this is where we see the doctor say, you know, this was good for Guido. Yeah. This was actually good for him. Big time good. Yeah. So let's just kind of move on. We really did talk a lot um, already. Well, I'm sure we'll weave other things into our, our story here. But no, I mean, yeah. no, that, that was a necessary so thing to talk about. Let's talk about the, yeah. So Guido's dad, the assemblyman, comes in and he wants to talk to them. Um, Gangte takes a responsibility. Yeah, he takes it all on his shoulders because that's what Gangte does. Yeah, he's like, you know, I don't even call Moon. I'll, he goes in there and he gets slapped. Yes. Uh, you know, and it's, and Gangte also, he says, um, you know, our children, so what, what he says something about are our children supposed to be um, useful? Yeah. Yeah, He's because they, yeah, because the, the, yeah, the, the politician he keeps on saying is like this, my, you know, my son is useless. He's useless. He's dumb. He's useless. Yeah, and that's when Gangte gets triggered, like for real. He's just like, and so our kid, you know, because I mean, think about it. It's like he, he's not talking about himself because clearly Gangte is very useful, right? But it's Sante that he's probably being triggered on. It's like, why, why does your kid need to be useful in order Ooh, to that has a little bit to love him, right? To it's do like, with, yeah, with him having. You know, his whole purpose in life was to take care of Sainte. Yeah. And it's like, so and that, so, yeah. just saying, right? It's like, so that that cut to the quick. But, yeah, that politician slapped the crap Dang. out of him. I was like, what? Yes. I'm going to tell you what. We would have been fighting. We would have been fighting. All. If I'm somebody like, would have slapped me like that, we would have yeah. been, been rolling on the floor, fighting it up and, and everything. But it's also a different culture. This is an older big man. Time. Yes. A, you know, a politician. And but what's interesting is that the doctor was he's so funny. I love that doctor. He recorded yeah. he it it's he recorded, recorded it. Yeah. So he's thinking about using that image to blackmail him. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. And so you get to see a little bit of the craftiness of the director and uh yeah, uh, it's it's going down like that. Um you know, we did talk about I missed when Moon and Gangtay are in the car together and she asked him about how his parents died. Mm. And she's like, he was kind of shocked. Right. But she was like, it was a simple search. <laughs> it's like when you're looking for Yo. a hamburger. Yeah. You know, and you're looking up, that's all. 
And so um, he was not happy. And, he, you know, that's where he says, pull over. And, he's, right. and he gets out. Mm-hmm. And um, he starts walking away. And she gets out. And this is where she kind of, she goes a little off. And she starts screaming at him that she loves him. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was. What did you think about well, I, look, it's like is I don't I don't know what love means to Moon, and so and you know mm-hmm. Game Tay is processing he has to process that through. But right now he's just seeing this as just you know crass manipulation. You know that she's just saying whatever it is that she needs to say in order to push his buttons, whatever button she needs to push in order to get him to be by her side, she's willing to push. Right. That I mean, she's literally like every time we're we're seeing them together, you are seeing that she is pushing his buttons to see to dial him up in order to control him. But what, but you know, but what we're seeing clearly with Yang Te is that he's not controllable to her. Right. Like that. Like that's not. You can't just control me. And so, and she's getting frustrated with that, but she's also drawn to it. Yeah. I think because there's something there she needs. She's used to getting everything she wants. Exactly. And I think this is good for her because people need that. People, you know, children, you you don't give them everything. Right. They need to learn to wait for things. They need to learn to appreciate things, which she doesn't because, you know, you know that from Mr. Lee. He's like, she'll use you. And then when she's done, she throws you away. Exactly. Um, And so... I'm wondering if this is okay to say, which is why we tell our kids not to have sex, right? You know, like when they oh, yeah, date, yeah, yeah. it's because you don't get the appreciation factor, oh, you know, yeah, yeah. of getting used to, to know somebody first. Right. Get to know them first because after you, it's like after you have sex, it's, it you know, the... And, you know, what our, our church talks about soul ties and stuff like that. And it's like, and, and maybe it's not as dramatic as that, but it's like you're connected to that person in a way that you wouldn't if you didn't have sex with them. And so, yeah, so you they're getting to know each other. It's, and there's no, I mean, it doesn't seem like it needs to be any big mystery or anything like yeah. that. They just need to, she, she's used to getting her way and he's not giving her her way, but he's not doing it to play some game. Like that's no. not, I'm de- he's not, he's not doing any gamesmanship. It's like, it's not, it, he does like her. I mean, that's clear, right? The chemistry between these two is, is off the charts, but he's not doing this to try to manipulate her. Yeah. He's doing this to let her know this is who I am. Yeah, I'm not one to be controlled, taken yeah. advantage of, which is so cool, which which helps, is actually therapeutic for her. It's actually, yeah. it's, it's on the road for healing for her because she needs to learn what it's like to wait for something, which is why, you know. And that she can't just control everyone. Everyone's not her puppet. And stuff like that. Yeah. No, this is this is definitely uh, growth for her direction. That's for sure. I think it's good also because, pro- you know, we know her family was very wealthy, so they probably gave her everything. Mm-hmm. And she never really was able to appreciate anything because she didn't have to. You just threw it away and got something new. Right. So this is probably very new to her, mm-hmm. you know, to which which is good. It's, yeah. it's Something. Well, we'll see. I mean, we're only shoot, we're only on episode four, so I'm I'm really like, man, what are they going to pull? By, you know, what's <laughs> going to be behind these curtains when they when they pull the curtains, uh, you know, uh, 
away from some of this stuff. I'm, yeah. I'm really. Well, I feel like they told us a lot, but okay. So we see them, you know, um, I, I don't know. They, they get back to, um, he has to go to work. Apparently he had a whole shift. Cause then we see him going to a vocational school to pick up his brother. Mm-hmm. We see Mr. Lee arrives at her mansion. Yeah. And we see a few images here with a flashback with Moon and her mother combing her hair. Mm-hmm. And we've seen it before, telling her that she's her greatest creation, that she's different. Right. Um, then we see Moon, you know, as a child, holding a key in front of a locked room. And her mother looks as if she's dying. Like, oh, I'm sure she's dead. All that blood on the yeah, floor. Either yeah, she's so dying something. or dead, but the blood is coming through the bottom of the door. Yeah. So I'm wondering why Moon has the key and why the door is locked. And, you know, I'm wondering if she had anything to do with that. Because, I mean, the way the dad acted. Remember at the end of this episode, um, she's about, she's, she's has an encounter with her father who's in a wheelchair. He gets, he sees her and says, why aren't you dead? Or you're still alive? Yeah, exactly. And he yeah. says, die. And he goes to choke her. Yep. Again. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm wondering, you know, and then so we already get this feeling like she was a bad child. Right. <laughs> and uh, maybe she, you know, you hear about kids who, you know, have that in them that need to. Oh, that's it, we're definitely, I hear you. Yeah. And we're supposed to think that. But it's right. Be but I but I already know. Like to to me, um, I I feel like it's like uh, this is not a spoiler alert. I have not seen anything, and so I'm just giving you my my regular guesses here. And that is, I think that um, the father in his with the dementia. I think the father when he looks at um, oh, uh, at Moon see. that he sees the mother. Ooh. And so there's clearly some yes. big thing that's going to happen with you both of these mothers. You always do this to me again, but you did it earlier this time. Episode <laughs> four you gave me something to think about. Yeah. Snap. Yeah. And so Ooh. to to me, like I said, that's that's clearly You're the route right. that this is going to go because there's no way, right? I mean, literally, there's no way that we can be sympathetic to Moon. Yeah. If she wound up in, in, in killing her mom. Yes. You're right. <laughs> All right, right. Or something like that level of bad. And um, but you know, I, I get it. Moon is like Moon even kind of set it up, right? Where where it's like, did you forget about how bad I am? She actually said that yes. before, you know, looking her father in the eye and whatever, and said, Did you forget how bad I am? But I re- again that's not con- inconsistent with my theory, right? Yeah. That when his father sees her, he sees his uh, his wife, um, and so just saying, right? Yeah. That's that's where that's where my mind is at. Okay, right now. okay, that'll be interesting. So, <laughs> so Jason, which is Gang Tay's uh, friend, so remember he owns some pizza, pizza yeah, bolo yeah. place. Yeah, right. <laughs> so Mr. Lee comes in, orders pizza. Judy walks in, orders food. And wings. Wings, you're right. I'm like, I don't know pizza. why I remember that, but yes. Because you love wings. I do love Bruce wings. loves, loves wings. I love fried chicken. Just, yeah, that's it. Okay. Whether it's wings or it's Popeye, whatever. I just, yeah. Did you like the wings I made last night? Yes, I did. <laughs> I did. Okay. So, I mix Korean um, gochujang, I can't remember, the, the chili paste with barbecue sauce. It's so oh, good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Anyways, and put that on chicken wings. But 
it's funny because they have this little connection. Judy mm. and Mr. Lee. That's why you brought up earlier. Yeah, Judy yeah. and Mr. Lee, because they're talking and it's and it, they're both talking about Moon, but they're not talking to each other. Correct. But he obviously was kind of enamored with her when she walks in. Yeah, they have the whole scene yes. and everything. That was so funny. Which is interesting that was funny. Yeah. because she doesn't look sophisticated enough for him. Mm. That's how I felt. But, no, but maybe yeah. I, do, I just don't know him. No, look, no. The, the the attraction stuff, it's... Uh, look, y'all gonna have to wait for the Enneagram episode, right? It's, I got another, I got another four uh, episodes to go before I give you my reads, but this is definitely falling right along oh, the, really? the lines. Yeah, this it's, it's, okay. it's, it's, it's so like I said, so predictable, it's okay. so easy for me to see. But yeah, and so he's he's really attracted to her, the plain Jane. I mean, think about it because mm-hmm. he's really not a, attracted to um, to uh, to Moon. Right, and so he's not attracted to her, but Moon and Judy represent like on the Enneagram. They're in the same. They're the same number. Yeah, they're they're four. Okay, but you're going too far. Anyway, yeah, you're right. Deep, I'm going too deep. Me. And so, but yeah, but he's attracted. But he's attracted to the plain Jane for for a reason. I'm just putting that out there. Yeah. So, um, and then you know we we see Gang Tain Sang Tain there at a you know at a store buying supplies. The paint supplies for the picture that he's supposed he's, to. He's going to do a mural. A mural. He was asked to paint a mural at the hospital, so he's very excited. Remember, he's trying to raise money to get an RV. Yes, I remember that. Which I totally want to do too. Yeah, and you you killed that last episode. We are not going to kill that thing. We are not going to talk about that. Okay, again. okay, okay. <laughs> so um, it just you know all these little scenes are they're not totally important, but they just really show the relationship Sang Tae and Gang Tae have, and mm-hmm. how you know you. I really feel Gang Tae loves his brother. Yeah, you know, and he's reflecting about taking care of him. Yeah, for the rest of his life. Because he needs to take care of him for the somebody, rest of his life. Somebody does, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, anyways, that's that's a very cute scene. And he loves dinosaurs. Yes. Gang Tay loves. Why yeah. do all, you know, I know he's not a kid, but he, you know, he does have a developmental delay. Mm-hmm. Love dinosaurs. I don't. What I don't, is it about dinosaurs? I don't know. But he's definitely. Yeah. Two of our boys love Dinosaurs. Yeah. Carter had to wear a dinosaur shirt every day to preschool. (laughs) And I still have them. Every day, it had to be a dinosaur shirt. And I still have Michael's dinosaurs. That's funny. He's 29 years old. Yeah. That's funny. I don't know what what it is about dinosaurs. Anyways. um, So... This is where the assembly man arrives, but we did already talk about that. Yeah, we can fast forward through that space, but let's get to the other end of it where we're talking about because um, Sante uh, meets up with Moon in, in in the garden or something like that, and so they 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 are chilling with each other, and of course Sante is like completely enamored with Moon and everything. Yes, and it was just so it was so cute about him taking pictures of everything. Yeah, it was so cute, and yet. Um, just, I don't, I don't know the word. Like he, he, we saw his drawings. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We saw the drawings he did Mm -hmm. of Moon. Yeah. But so he's going around the hospital taking pictures for his mural. Yes. So he really is like a professional. 
I mean, yeah. he is really good. Yeah. But this is where he tells her that butterflies scares him. Yeah. Well, did he tell her that butterfly? We just saw He's, we saw that he got touched by a butterfly oh, and he freaked out. Yes, you are right. He takes off. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. so it brings a little something to her because later we see her about sees but see a butterfly and about to grab it. Yeah, because we know earlier we know. about the whole butterfly yes. thing and everything. So, which you know what? I, I'm gonna tell you what I, I want to call this shot myself. Also, it's like okay, so so Sante is afraid of butterflies and and Moon tears butterflies apart. This actually might wind up working out for them. Like I'm being, I'm oh, actually being dead serious. Like they snap. become like closer. Because of that. <laughs> Chris, your genius is showing. <laughs> you are right. That's going to be so cute because he's going to be afraid. And she's like, listen, I'm going to I'm gonna tear it apart. You never have to be afraid if I'm here. Yeah. Because I'm going to pull those. <laughs> Which that's not probably the best image for us to I be know. walking around with. But yeah, it is I know, it is, but right? for them, for healing. Yeah. But you know what kind of freaks me out? Um... I I don't know the mother, you know, Gang Tang Saint-Ting's mother was she murdered? And clearly, the mother was murdered. And yeah, and it somehow connected to butterflies. Why? Because he said, you know, he he saw a butterfly. That's what he says. Yeah. He saw a butterfly, and um, I wonder what it was. Was somebody dressed up in a butterfly costume? Yeah. We'll figure That's it out. That's freaky. Yeah. And why does Moon not like butterflies? There must be a reason why she doesn't like butterflies either. Because she's pulling their wings off. Do you think maybe it's the father? Did he have some type of butterfly image about him? Mm-hmm. Like, did he dress as a butterfly? There's got to be something. There's yeah. a something. Somebody was dressed up in a butterfly or something, which I can't wait to find out. Yeah, look, if it's father, it look... So it sounds ridiculous now, but it'll make no, sense later. It definitely. Look, I, I've been thinking the same thing because I, 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 my, you know, my writer's sense, if you would, uh, suggest that um, Moon's mother and um, and Gangte's mother being killed or killed. That's the well. I'm. I'm oh under my the impression gosh! That, I didn't even think about that. That her mother and. And Gangte's mother are both murdered. Does her father well, have anything to do with it? We don't know that that Moon's mother was murdered. As no. a matter of fact, that's that's definitely not know. the words you're that right. using for that. But she was on the ground bleeding. Yes, and you, I don't who, know. You're who right. knows you're what right. the wealthy can get? The police. We we had right. this happen before, right? Where the, also, the wealthy but, can get the police to say anything about what happened but you would they made it sound like the father moon's father loved his wife he built this big castle this mansion for her so she can write yeah but he could have been more like you know controlling keeping her maybe it's the princess in the castle maybe even locking her up because remember there's a there's a room and a key yep so maybe he was you know monetizing well he was a famous architect but yeah well uh, uh, that that may be too much speculation for us right now, but the, what were you the, saying? But it the connection, to a story? but what? connecting, no, just connecting the the two moms and how they died with the father. I think that that's going to wind up becoming big, and yeah, we'll see, we'll see. Okay, so we need to get to like there's a huge part that we may talk about because Gang Tay goes home. Let's just talk about that. 
Mm-hmm. I know I'm probably missing some things, but he goes home and he reads the book, her her new book, yes. Zombie Kid, yeah. which we don't know the story yet. And I don't know how I feel about it. Well, I, yeah, that... I'm still, we just watched this episode last night. And so I'm still processing the story yeah. of the zombie kid. Mm-hmm. So it's about, you know, a child that was born. He doesn't look like anybody else. He's very pale, mm-hmm. big eyes. Yeah. And he is a zombie and he wants to eat flesh. So right. the mother has to keep feeding him. She's stealing I guess farm animals to feed him. Yes. And one day there's a, maybe I I don't know a famine and or people yeah. move away. There's no more um, animals to feed him. Right. And he's locked away. Yes. And she starts giving him her limbs. Yeah, pieces of herself. Yes. Until there's nothing left. Until she's like a stop. Yeah. And she goes in to say goodbye to him and just hold him. And he's like, oh, you're warm. Mm, Yeah. And so the question at the end, I don't know if this was a question in the book. Right. Or Moon was just narrating. No, I think it was a question in the book. In the book. Does does the boy just want to feed off the mother's whatever's left of her? Or did he actually need her warmth? Right. Did he actually just need her? Right. So really deep. I, I'm I still so like yeah. reflecting on the story. And I was, we were talking earlier that, so the zombie kid is supposed to be a metaphor for somebody who maybe is disabled. Right. Developmentally disabled. De- yeah. Yes. And they may not have the emotions to love, mm-hmm. but the, and then, so the mother is just reflective of a mother who just gives until she has nothing left. Of course, yes. it was a little bit dark. <laughs> but it's By a little me. bit, you meant a lot. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because when we were watching, you were like, oh, my gosh. But I wasn't necessarily thinking that he's eating all her limbs and he's going to eat her up and devour her. Right. I was seeing it like the book, The Giving Tree. Yes. So The Giving Tree is the exact same thing, except it's not a mother giving away all her limbs. It's literally a tree who's giving away all his limbs to a young boy to build things like he leaves, you know, he comes back, he needs the limbs to build a a tree house. And then he says, you know, I'm grown up. I want, and and then the tree's loving it because he's getting all this attention from the little boy. But the little boy grows up and he's like, well, um, I want to have a family. So he cuts, starts cutting the tree off to, build a house. Right. And then he's like, I'm old. My family's gone. I want to get, you know, I want to boat so I can sail away. Yeah. So he starts cutting more of the tree. Right. Um. Anyways. So it re- kind of reminds me of that where the giving tree just gave and gave and gave. Right. Um. But it wasn't that dark at the end. Yeah. And, and yeah. And, and theory, it in kind theory, of there resolved was nothing- in, a, in, a, in some type of positive way. It, yeah, it did. It, it, it did resolve in the, and then in this book, well, no, cause the mother was devoured, Eaten. probably. Yeah. But um, anyways, so did you have any other thoughts about that? You know, I, I, the the thing that when when you're talking about like that question, right? It's like, was he there to just satisfy his hunger, or was he there to get his mother's warmth? 
Did he need love? Did yeah. he just need Maybe love? it was just the mis- you know the parental mistake of thinking <gasps> oh, that this is oh. what they needed, and you fed the you fed the wrong appetite. Oh my gosh, that would play right into Moon and her just getting what she wanted. Yeah, not understanding that this is not healthy behavior. Right. To just get what you want, use it, and then give it away, especially right. if it's people. Yeah. You don't just use people for your own needs and then get rid of them. Yeah. She's writing it from her space. But, of course, then Gang Tay oh. ties that into Sang Tay and his mother's relationship. And I don't think I don't think, though, the zombie is is Sang Tay. Like, Sang Tay didn't, like, didn't devour his mother. His no. mother gave, though, you know, unselfishly. Uh, to to Song Tae. Yeah, but not. But it she was. Didn't, yeah, it didn't, didn't seem sacrifice like sacrifice yeah. anything. And we'll well we'll not see. That we know. Not not that we know of yet, right? And so we'll we'll see how that all. And now that of. you say that, I'm thinking this could rep- represent her. Oh, definitely. Re- love, her love, yeah. zombie life, she, she just takes takes takes. Yes. What does it have to do with her mother? Does it have anything to do? Did she take so much from her mother that she just took her life? Well, we'll I don't see. know. Well, we'll see. I'm, I'm not. I'm not willing to even speculate on that. Quite honestly, do you think this book is too grotesque? To you can buy this book. I've seen it for sale on um, eBay, Etsy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's translated. What the book that I saw was not translated. It was in Korean. Okay. Um, so I don't know if they have one that's translated, but you can buy this book. Right. And I know it's. It would be you know novelty because of the show, but. Does it really speak? Would you want to read this to your kids? What What's the lesson here? Well, our kids Is are not there, young enough anymore to to read this. But well, I I mean I think I, at any I, age you could look at Game Tay. He read it and yeah. No, I think it's deep. I think, I think it's worth, I, I think it's I think buying the the, the books. What do you take cases, away? What do you take away from this story? Well, love. See that that's that's something, uh, and I get it. It's too but, much. But it's no. It's not that it's too much. Is that the creator? Don't don't ever hold the creator responsible for what for what the creation gives to other people, mm. right? And so what it can mean to other people. What it could mean to other people. And so the creator. Oh, I th- their see. job is just to create the book, right? And clearly, right, it's like Moon is writing from her space, yeah. right? This, this, all of her stories are in some way, shape, or form a reflection of her, right? Yes. And so don't ever get it twisted. She's writing with boys, but she's writing about her. And that is, that's clearly the case, right? And so, but what do we get out of it as the reader? That's our responsibility. I'm, I'm being dead serious, yeah. right? It's like, it, it's, it's. Uh, you know, and pushing a metaphor right now, it's like, you know, it's like, it's my job to cook the meal, but it's your job to eat it. Right. Mm. And so, and so that, and so that's what I did. I could, she's cooked, she cooked the meal and now you got to eat it. And it's like, and how, guess, what you thought about the, what you thought about the meal is up to you. Well, I mean, every fairy tale has a story. I mean, there's a, there's a, there is a, what do you call it? A moral to the story, yes. So I'm wondering, what is the moral of this story, or is it? Well, it is just to explain her. It is to explain her character. And so we know the screenwriter. The screenwriter wrote these stories about family and love. So Mm -hmm. the the, the illustrator illustrated these images. Right. His name is James Jameson. Um, He's a concept artist. 
artist. So he created these images to go along with the story that this the screenwriter wrote. Yeah. So, and you're right. It's about Moon and her mm-hmm. life and her experience. But yeah. I don't know. I guess I just, I, I can't stop thinking about what this means. Well, what it, might it mean to her? Yeah. It's about healing. It's about family. It's about love. Yeah. And we're, we're all going to get to that space. Um, and everything, but you know, she's she she's basically saying like every story doesn't have to have a happy ending. Uh, uh, but yeah, as long as right. you learn whatever whatever lesson you need to learn from the space, then it was a worthwhile lesson to learn. You know, and that is so like her character to say that at the end of that book, isn't it? For yeah. her to say, what the, what did the zombie kid really want? Did he want? Did he, maybe he just wanted love. Oh my gosh! Like I think we just talked about it, but I'm thinking about it again. Yeah, we did just talk about it. And <laughs> you are thinking about it that, again. And that, that that's her, okay. That because we already know she has a very deep thought process about stories. Yeah, but obviously of she's a famous children's book writer, and she has this thing with fairy tales mm-hmm. and the real meaning of fairy tales. Right. I I think it is that. She's like, I was just given things. I was just given stuff. And it made me into a zombie. Mm. But at the end, I just, I needed my mother. I needed my mother's warmth. I think that's what, because I had a problem with why is she asking that question? Like, that's ill. And I think maybe she, I I like to think that maybe she was saying, you know what? Deep down inside her, she knows I don't just need things. Right. I she need, don't just need a red shoes. I need love. And mm-hmm. which is why the relationship with her and Gangte. Yeah. He's not giving her what she wants. He he, you know, it's yeah. it's not what she wants, it's what she needs. Although right. Gangte is not actively trying to heal her, mm-hmm. you know. No, I think purposely, he actually I think he actually is actively and purposely at this not point heal her, but to like, well, he's not going to give her what she wants. He knows that's for sure. Establish a, 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 a healthy relationship, be, yeah. as healthy as they can. Yes, make it. and I think that's just—he's not necessarily doing it on purpose. It's just who he is. He's like, I'm not going to be taken advantage of. Yeah, and 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 in turn, it's healing her. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to need some time to think about this. Yeah, like, this like look, like I said, if you, it's our responsibility to to make the meaning out of the book. If you read Hansel and Gretel, right, and, and uh, one of our fairy tales, all that is is about some kids getting lost in the forest and meeting the witch and beating the witch, right? And it's mm-hmm. like there's there's a moral there, but then there's so many more layers when you understand that this is a metaphor for Nazi death camps during World War Two. Yeah, when right? it, the time. Right, it's like if you know that, then now this is a way bigger story. But well, the same thing. But with this you don't book. need, yeah. And that's exactly what I'm. That's exactly my point. It's just like you can't be responsible as a creator to make sure that people understand why you wrote it. It's you yeah. read it and you make your own meaning out of it. Because yeah, I think regardless the author, what it is, the author, just like to. we talked about earlier, they need to get their feelings out. Yes. Right. They write to get their feelings out and exactly. it doesn't necessarily have to mean anything to you. Exactly. But if you like it, you then just it happen, you happen to like what I'm writing. Yeah. Like, you were, like you were musicians, to, right? Yeah, exactly. You were able to connect it to something in your life. This is 
similar to something uh, enough to uh, something to your life to where you were able to make the connection and that's why you're you can get connected to anything <laughs> it reminds me there's this song that came out and i'm like telling our oldest son that i like it he's a musician you know so i can like oh my gosh michael i really like this song and he's like oh it's probably about sex i'm like what like oh, i yeah, and he's yeah, like yeah. it's probably about sex i'm like michael and I'm listening to it. And I'm like, I have to call him back. Go, oh my gosh, Michael, I think you're right. Yeah. Like it's, it's I remember a, the song you're talking you about. Do? Too. Yeah. And it was funny. It was just so funny that I liked it so much, but yeah, there was a different meaning there. And yeah. Depending on how deep you went. Yeah. If you did, if you bothered to really listen to it. Yeah. Um, anyways, I don't even know if that has anything to do with what we're talking about but this is talk k dramas with bruce and alice did we finish so, so, we're, bruce is so I'm like, no it's just uh, it only requires one line to just say okay, okay. Uh, or maybe a couple of lines here to just say um right after he reads the book because there was that scene where yes. he uh, on the bus where he where they drive past on the bus and he sees he moon sees walking her distraught and everything oh that's huge i always miss i always do this yeah and <laughs> and and after he hears what happened to her with her father he goes back yep to find her and i was thinking where is he going yeah like he i mean he already had like almost a whole night he thinks he's gonna go find her still on the streets and well, he does apparently he does oh my gosh i can't believe yes this is huge that image of them two standing there in the rain mm-hmm. and the um, lighthouse in the middle of them. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? Yeah. That was a beautiful image. Yeah. That, that, was, that was a really, oh my gosh. And the dress she wore, mm-hmm. loved it. Yeah. All her clothes. Oh my gosh, whoever's styling her. <laughs> I want to wear that. Okay. So now we can end this. <laughs> because I'm sure that they're going to pick up Wait, did they say anything? This. Yeah, they'll probably show that whole scene again. But that yeah, was. She, and he <gasps> finds her. Oh. Oh, he hugs. He does. She. That's he not a hug. Her. She falls into his arms. She, right, a, right, it's a right. fake faint. It's that's not what a real. Happens. It's not a real hug because he doesn't even. He's kind of apprehensive about. Yeah. Embracing her, I think she does fall into him. I yeah. think it's his exhaustion. Yeah, a combination of exhaustion and uh, manipulation. Because I remember there being a slight smile on her face when she fell into his arms. With her eyes closed, so it's like to me, it's just like it's a little manipulative. I mean, she is walking a long ways, and and I think things are coming back up, yeah. You know, it could be that we'll see. And and we already know he she she sees him like as her safety pin, true. You know, that is exactly what I would hope to find if I was like her, Mm. like that. Like, you're just like, I just I need somebody to be there for me. Right. And he found her. And and he went after her too. Like that was I think manly. <laughs> Very romantic. I'm I don't sure. know if that's okay to say. But yeah, I mean, you know, as as a woman when you're if you're hurting and you need somebody, anybody really, though, I mean, you know, it doesn't have to be right. necessarily that, but Anybody, when you're in pain and you're suffering and you finally see the person there, like everybody wants a soft space to fall on. Right. You know, when when they're going through something. And he's her soft space. And that's how I felt when when she kind of fell into him. I didn't see it as manipulative. 
okay. aunt really yeah. I saw it more that she needed that soft space to fall and right. he was there for her I feel you it's just what? so far what I feel I okay what? say it say no it. I'm not gonna say anything let's wrap it up this was Talk K-Dramas with Bruce and Alice. Hope you enjoyed it. We will see you um, next Friday for episode five. Yep. And if you haven't visited our Instagram, please do. And you can also visit our website that I am working on. But you can go print out your drama sheet. Thank you. See you next time. Bye. Bye.